This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1554, What I Wish Someone Had Told Me Right After My Breakup, part one, by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com. Hello, everybody, and happy Monday. I'm Greg Audino, your host and narrator here on ORD, the podcast that is all about helping you improve your relationships through the narration of some of the best articles around that cover relationship building. We're going to be hearing the first part of a longer post from Eddie Corbano today, which we will go on to finish in tomorrow's episode. Eddie is the breakup master, and he will be doing his thing once again today as we hear what he has to say about insight he wish he had immediately after his breakup. So let's jump into part one now and optimize your life. What I wish someone had told me right after my breakup, part one by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com. When you find yourself alone after a breakup, the majority of your prospective problems right after will come from the fact that you are now on unknown, potentially hostile territory, like you've been transported to another frightening reality. You feel alone, scared, not knowing what the future holds for you. A whole new range of emotions keep pattering on you, making you not recognize yourself, The first few weeks are confusing and disturbing. So the foremost purpose of this article is to give you strength and hope to make it through this undefined and uncharted territory at the beginning of a breakup. I will try to show you what is waiting for you, both the good and the ugly stuff, a map through that dark territory. So please read carefully. Everything you will read is based on experience from so many who have made it through this and who have come out as a better version of themselves. It will help you to get some clarity during this confusing time where nothing seems to make sense. A silver lining. Yesterday, I caught myself observing my wife while she was reading a book. She has this special weird way that she holds the book in one hand and rests her forehand on the other. I suddenly started thinking about how incredibly lucky I am. If I could have constructed a woman that would fit best with me and the person I am, it would be exactly someone like her. In fact, she's even better than I could have constructed because she's not perfect. Perfection doesn't exist, and if it did, I am convinced that we would bore ourselves to death with a perfect partner. Instead, my wife is challenging, always testing my boundaries, spicing my life with her colorful, emotional facets. At that moment, I thought, what would have happened if somebody were to give me this exact picture of her and her description back during the very beginning of my breakup? How would I have felt if I knew that one day in the future, I would have her by my side, loving me, accepting me as I am, and standing beside me no matter what? 
Would my pain have gone away instantly? Would I have been relieved? Would I somehow have changed my way? The answer is most probably not. Because breakup recovery is not about sudden epiphanies that have the power to change everything. We must understand that there isn't a set of words, a magic pill, or a glance into the future that can heal us overnight. It is about a process, a journey during which we change ourselves for the better. The Panic Right after the split, you feel numbness, as if something strange has happened and you're not really sure what. Unfortunately, this doesn't last long. Soon, you will enter a new phase, an experienced, sheer, archaic, I-can't-make-it-alone existential panic. The kind of panic the Stone Age man experienced when he found himself abandoned and alone, surrounded by wild animals. It's an irrational, deep-wired, fight-or-flight fear that makes us do all the stupid things we do, like pleading, calling, or harassing our exes. What you must do is simply accept this and understand that this panic is not you. It's just an automatic reaction to an existential threat. After that comes the pain. The pain. And for the time being, the pain is there. You must accept this. The pain is there simply because the relationship mattered to you. You felt an honest, passionate, authentic, deep-down love for your partner. And that is a great thing. That's a beautiful thing. That means that you can feel honest love, that you're capable of believing in someone, cherishing the people that you care most about. And that is the foundation of every fulfilling long-term relationship. Whoever becomes your partner in the maybe not so distant future will know how to appreciate that. They will be lucky to have found you. My wife isn't like my ex at all. And back during my breakup, I really thought that it would be absolutely impossible ever to find someone again who was that compatible to me like I thought my ex was. Man, was I wrong. I didn't even know what was possible. It's like I had read two pages of the big book of relationships and thought I knew what I wanted and needed. So far from the truth. The no-contact rule. Quote, you can't always get what you want, but if you try sometimes, well, you just might find you get what you need. By the Rolling Stones. I know that you feel the urge to contact your ex, to talk to them, to ask them what the hell happened, to just see them one more time. It's a normal human reaction. But hold on here. Trust me when I say this, because I've been doing this since 2005. The truth is, you won't find relief in talking to them. You won't find the answers. You won't find closure. All you will find is pain and frustration. I understand that you're hoping to get them back. I understand that you want to stay friends with them so they don't disappear completely out of your life. I know all of that. But you must trust me now and believe in my expert knowledge, that this is a huge mistake. You have to start the 60 days of no contact. I walk you through it step by step when you join my newsletter. If you think that you can't do that, or you just don't want to, then you do what you have to do and see where it gets you. I don't mean that in a bad way. Some of us simply need to go through this experience before committing ourselves to the no contact rule. Following this rule is the essential factor if you want to get over your ex the fastest and cleanest way possible. 
And if there is the slightest infinitesimal chance of getting back together again, you will make the best out of it if you manage to regain your true self and think with your head instead of your bleeding heart. That's the first active step you must take on your own. I can't make you. I can show you the way, but you have to stand up and go. Believe me, I know how you feel. I know your pain. I've gone through every single phase of it, back and forth. I know how hard it is to do anything. But if you want to get better, you must be active. Passiveness will kill you. Stand up and fight for your life and happiness. You just listened to part one of the post titled, What I Wish Someone Had Told Me Right After My Breakup, by Eddie Corbano of lovesagame.com. And thank you so much to Eddie. You know, there's a lot more to get through, and we have the rest of the post to look forward to tomorrow. But I really enjoyed today's takeaways about the fact that breakup recovery is indeed a process, um, as is healing from any significant trauma. And if you've been listening for a while, you've heard that before and you already know it, but sometimes it's really important to check back in with that fact when we're in the midst of something like this and, you know, maybe trying to rush out of it or have people in our ears that are downplaying the severity of it or kind of trying to jumpstart us to get ourselves over it. You have to allow yourself time to heal. And I'm guessing you've never truly recovered from anything serious in your life by trying to muscle your way through it and suppressing feelings that needed to be entertained. So why start now? Doesn't make sense. We are here with you, we believe in you, and luckily Eddie has more words of wisdom to help you out in the remainder of this post, which we will hear tomorrow. So thank you so much for joining part one today, of course, but do be sure to come back again for the rest. I look forward to seeing you there, where your optimal life awaits.